This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Boards. This is Kenny Stubblefield, the lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. Y'all know what we do here at the Off the Boards episodes, man. We bring in players, coaches, influencers, and we talk to them about the University of Memphis, their time at the university, and man, we just get to ask a bunch of cool questions and get a lot of cool answers. So I am excited to have Cameron Jackson on with me. He is a redshirt sophomore defensive lineman for the University of Memphis. If y'all ever get a chance to see on the sidelines, there's a really big dude that's always dancing. If he's not on the field, he's dancing. And so that's Cameron, man. Like one of the things I've always noticed about him is the dude's energy is off the charts. So, man, Cameron, thank you so much for joining me, man. It's good to have you. Yes, sir. No problem. No problem. Absolutely, man. How are you feeling this morning after after Friday night? Oh, I'm feeling good. Um, ready to get back to work, live weights. How did it feel to be in the Liberty Bowl with a crowd, man? Was it pretty dope? Oh uh, yeah, it, it it was fun. Uh, having having our fans back out there, you know, since it's been a few months since we played football. I think there's more excitement about this coming up season then I've covered the University of Memphis for four years now and and I think there's more excitement about this season right now um, than I've than I've seen in a long time and I think a lot of that has to do with um, the lineup right the roster of of the of the team that it feels like from the top down that this might be the deepest team the Tigers have had in quite a long time is that how you is that how you feel about it Oh uh, yeah, I feel like our roster. I feel like we we is very deep. Like we got a lot of people on the depth chart this year than what it was my freshman year and last year when I got here. Yeah, it feels like you know every year. Like I think the week before uh, the first game of the year, coaches will always put out a a two deep depth chart, yeah. right? And let everybody. Yeah, know. Like- it's gonna have to be like four deep this time, I think, for the Tigers, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be deep. There's a lot of people this year. Man, so last year was your kind of you, – you played in your first year, um, but then last year was kind of your breakout year for the Tigers when uh, you played all 12 games. You ended the season with nine tackles, six so, six of them solo, two-and-a-half tackles for losses, one-and-a-half sacks, and a, and a QB hurry. Tell me about last year for you, man. What was it like out there? Oh, I feel like last year I had a lot more experience. Um, it was fun. It was fun last year just getting to play and just getting to do what I love. And um, 
like you said, it was really like a breakout season for me last year. So before we get into this coming up season, because I, I, that's one of the reasons why I want to interview interview you very quickly in this whole series that we're doing. Um, it's because I do feel like that there's going to be a lot more um, emphasis and more responsibility put on you this year on the defense. I think the defensive line is going to take a major step forward, and I think you're a huge part of that. Um, I think there's going to be quite a few expectations on you this year. But I did some research, and, um, you know, obviously there are certain states in the United States of America that are known for high school football. Um, Louisiana is – one is top right up there way up there so when you think about louisiana high school football you you think about some of the bigger cities you know that produce producing a lot of high major talent and then so you come down you come down in memphis you come down south you go through arkansas then you take a quick hard left west keep coming down south and right when you cross over the border between arkansas and louisiana there's this town and it's called Haynesville, Louisiana. Yeah. It's called the Gateway to North Louisiana. And I think y'all have like 2,000 people in that city, man. That's where you're from, right? <laughs> yeah, it's where I'm from, Haynesville. But, bro, you, you guys have won the second most state titles in the history of Louisiana high school football. Y'all have won 17 state titles at Haynesville High School. Yeah, we – um. I, I, Coach Franklin and, you know, the coaches back in the past, like, you can tell, like, from back in the day to up to my senior year, like, he used to, like, we was always working hard because that was really, like, our main focus to get to the state championship every year and go win it. So, I mean, my question is, is, like, you look at the amount of state titles, you look at the success that you guys have had at Haynesville High School, you look at the amount of players that y'all put in D1 and in the pros. I mean, y'all got a small little town, like 2,000 people, man. Like, how do y'all – like, what's in the water over there in Haynesville that's breeding that football talent over there? Um, I get the question a like, lot. I don't, I don't know what they be putting in our water. Uh, I really – if I had an answer, I wish I could tell you, yeah, but um, this one, I don't know. So, like, do you guys, like, play ball from – I mean, it's, like, football, like, what y'all do, like, from the from early on in childhood, you're playing with the same dudes, like, from the time you're a baby on? Yeah, um, I started playing football when I was probably about five, and i just been playing with the same people ever since, like, until up to college now. So, you, like, the quarterback that was the all-time quarterback when you were five years old out there in the front yard of your house – was the starting QB for Haynesville High School when you were in high school? Yes, sir. Like, he was, he was the starting QB when we had got up there in high school. That's so crazy, man. So, like, it's that continuity, right? Like, that continuity of players. Like, the all your boys are playing with you. And that's – I mean, is that part of – you think that's part of the reason why y'all y'all been so successful? Is it like y'all played together for so long, you know each other? Yeah, I feel like with us – with us being – like, with us being so young and – Growing up with each other and playing football, and then you going to Pee Wee and all that, then you got junior high football, then you get up to high school. I feel like we all was on the same page, so we all had the same mindset to what we was going to do. So I know it's every every young Louisiana guy's dream 
that, that plays football to go play at LSU. And I know, if I remember correctly, I think you did commit to LSU early yes, on sir. in your recruitment period. Um, tell me about, like, I know I know it's everybody's dream, especially people from L- – like young, young players from Louisiana to go play at LSU. Tell me about your recruitment with Memphis. Like, how did Memphis get involved and, and what – kind of swayed you to make that decision to come north up here to uh Memphis um so coach Pope uh D-line coach he had been recruiting me when he was at Alabama and I had one of done a on a visit like my ninth grade year and I didn't know he was at Memphis until they hit me up a couple of days before signing day he was like, man, like, like we got to get you here. We got to get you in me. And I'm like, okay. So as I'm talking to my mom, I'm explaining it to her. And I was telling her, like, who was there. And we talked about it. And I was like, you know, um, Memphis. And then, really, I wanted to get out of Louisiana, too. So got you. I was like, you know, Memphis is it's a, it's a cool city. So when I came up here, at first, I was, I was a little homesick. Of course. But as I started getting used to people, like getting used to it and getting to know people like outside of football and all that, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool being up here. That's what's up, man. I know Memphis fans are excited you chose to come here instead of staying in Louisiana or going over to Alabama, man. (laughs) We're excited to have you here, man. So like last year, obviously we talked about it earlier. It's kind of a breakout year for you. Um, how do you, how would you grade your performance from last year? What, what would you give yourself on a, where you want to be, where you think you should have been? Like what, in terms of your, the, the production you had out there, what would you grade yourself as? Um, I probably have to give my, myself probably a C, C plus. Really? I, I feel like, I feel like I could have done better, but at the same time, I was I was still in my shell, really. Like, I ain't just came out my shell. But I feel like this year is going to be better. Like, I feel like this is going to be a breakout season, a big year for me, too. So what did you decide at the end of last year um, in terms of skill set? Like, what did you say walking into um, winter workouts and spring and everything, like during your own individual stuff, what did you say, hey, man, for me to have another – for me to build on top of what 2021 looked like for me, for me to have a better, even better season, to grade myself in an even better season for 2022, these are the things that I need to work on. What were those things for you? Um, I feel like the things I needed to work on for this season is being in a playbook more, um, watching more film, um, working on – working on, like – staying low when I'm coming out the ball and working on my speed and getting stronger. So it's like, it's interesting because you, you talk about being in the playbook and you talk about, you know, studying film. And I think a lot of non-football guys don't understand how important that kind of, of studying is like getting their technique down, but also being able to see um, kind of how things are going on on the field as you're, as you're performing it's easier to look at it from like on film than it is to to see it on the field at the at while it's happening. What you know for you, 
what has been the biggest transition moving from high school football to college football in terms of like that that um that the the difference like the growth there like has it been man the the playbook is more difficult the 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 players are faster it's more physical what do you what do you think it's been um i feel like from high school in high school football like it moved fast but it's not fast like how college football is like college football like is like moving fast so i feel like in college like if if you're in your playbook and you know what you're doing like it's gonna move slow for you as you get used to it high school like you can you can mess up out there a few times but in college like you gotta have your technique right like you gotta know what you're doing. Like every play, right? Yeah, like every play. Cause say like if I was to mess up on a play, then if they bust out for 80 yards, then that's on me. It's on you. Like they take advantage. I feel like I feel like the higher you get in levels of sports, the less the less room for error that you have, right? Like you make a mistake, you will pay for it the higher you get. And, yeah, that's crazy, man. So with uh, Coach Pope, we love him over here at Go Tigers two four seven. Man, we've we've done quite a few different interviews with him, and he's one of our favorite guys on the on the coaching staff over at the University of Memphis. Has has having him knowing him for as long as you've known him, and 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 you know him being your your defensive line coach for the last three years, has him being here and that continuity between the staff and the and the guys on the defensive line, has that been helpful for you as you've grown? Oh, yes, sir. Um my freshman year when I came in, I was I was I was shy. Like uh, I'd be the person in the mean like knowing I'm the biggest tired person in the room. So you ain't gonna miss me when you walk in. Right. But I was in I'd be the person in the like in the back of the room, like he'll call on me, ask me a question, and I'd just be like quiet. Like say like I say something under my breath, but I feel like as time went on and with me just being with him, like like building a relationship with him more, I I didn't came out my shell more so. Now like if he was to talk to me, like I can like instantly like just answer his like answer. Right. Yeah, Coach Pope is not a shy individual, is he? No, he ain't nothing shy about that man. Now I feel you though on that. Like I'm, I'm not as big as you are. I'm, I'm a, co- a few inches shorter than you. But I've always been that guy that kind of sits in the corner, right? Like I don't, yeah, I'm yeah, not the right. dude that's in the front, right? Like being yeah, loud and boy, I want to be kind of back in the corner doing my thing. I'll hold up the wall for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. So last year, man, you um, obviously had that had a good year. Um, I think produced in a way that, especially with it being your first year out there. Um, showed some glimpses of of just this guy's gonna be a this guy's gonna be a really productive player for the de- defensive line at Memphis. Um, but in January, you freaked everybody out, man. <laughs> all of a sudden, we get reports. We get all of a sudden it says Cameron Jackson's in the transfer portal, portal. And then was it like two hours later? It says okay, never mind. He's not in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Come, what uh, happened? What, what what? Why'd you put a scare in everybody like that, man? Um, it was, I, it was some stuff going on and 
I had talked, I had talked, well, no, nah, I didn't talk to Coach Pope. No, nah, I did talk to Coach Pope now, but I didn't talk to my mom and them about it. And didn't nobody know that I was going to do it. So when I did it, Coach Pope called my phone and we was talking. So then I think, I think he had talked, he was like, my mama had called him. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I know how this goes. Um, then she called my phone. Um, okay, I see how I'm gonna have to handle this. So I think I thought about it. I thought about it for for some hours. I'm just in, I was in my room just sitting down, just thinking. And after that, I I pulled my name up out of it. I was like, you know what? I just got it. I'm give it to the spring. See how it's gonna go. And, I mean, it went. It went like it went how, how I expected, and um, then I stayed because Quindell he had actually he had text he had called me too. And he had checked up on me. And he asked me the same question you asked. He was like, like, why are you just scared everybody like that? Nah, like man, it was just some stuff going on at the time. And yeah, I feel you, bro. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I guess what my, you know, I wondered about it. We even asked Quindell this last week. We said, you know, I asked him, I said, the changeover in defensive coordinator has to be a huge deal for any defensive player, right? Like you, you still got your, you still got your position coach. So that's a good thing. But when you're expected to, you know, it was during that time frame that, you know, from the end of the season to even right when you entered the transfer portal, that the announcement was made that they were bringing in Matt Barnes, that McIntyre left and they were bringing in Matt Barnes as the DC. And that's one of the questions we asked Quindell and, and honestly kind of figured that probably was, you know, one of the triggers that maybe caused you to reconsider where you were going to school. Um, and obviously, man, that's what the transfer transfer portal is for. It's, it's to give power back to the players, man. Like you, you, you're not stuck in a place that you don't feel wanted or maybe don't feel comfortable being in. There's nothing wrong with being in the transfer portal. Um, yeah. I actually think that it's given a lot of power back to the players, and that's a good thing. Um, but I, has the the changeover, has the implementation of the new defense with uh, Matt Barnes being at the helm now, has that 
been good for you so far? Oh um, yeah, it has. Um, it have Coach Barnes. I like the four the four down defense we in this year. I feel like three down. It was we really couldn't get no rush like how we wanted to right. last year. Right. So now, like with us in four down, everybody got a one on one. So, and then we at, actually in Haynesville we played four down. So when he said we were going four down, like they like. I was excited. I was like, okay, I like, in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I mean, I think any defensive player that you talk to um, at the University of Memphis, and you talk, like, we, you know, we deal with a lot with fans, and, and it was clear to us last year, fans and the media alike, that the Tiger defense was most effective when y'all had that four down front and were stunting and, and getting that pressure on the, the quarterback when you know there's a lot of hope bend and don't break with the three four which is fine like you know that's that's fine but it honestly puts everybody kind of in a tough spot you know what i'm saying and that four three it's like it's like you become offensive with your defense right like you become like you you dictate what the the offense is trying to do by the pressure that you're putting on them and and that's a you know that's going to be I think it's going to be important, especially. And I mean, we like I said, we talked to Quindell last week, and he said straight up, he said um, the 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 gr- the position group that's going to experience the most benefit from it is the defensive yeah. line. Yeah. Is that line? So who have you like who who should Memphis Tiger fans be ready to watch out for on the defensive line? Like who's going to be the monster out there? Um, I feel like the Tiger fan, really the whole defensive line. Um. Me, where Dallas Dougs were, Zy Brockington, um, William Whitlow, um, Jalen Allen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Jay Allen, I feel like he going to have a breakout season this year. Um, Cam Blaylock, Meontae Kimber, really the whole D-line. So everybody, feel, right? Everybody. Yeah, really, the yeah. whole D-line. I feel like we, we all going to have a breakout season this year. Um, really, I don't really just see, like, long as we go out there and we on the same page and we just constantly doing, doing what we doing and getting better, which I know we're going to do. Cause really like Quindale said, um, when, when the D line bring the energy, then it like, then it lead all the way back to the DBs and linebackers. So when we bring the energy, they fiend up off us. Absolutely. So I feel like I feel like the whole D line, like we're just gonna be. I don't feel like we're gonna be stopped this year. I mean, is there anything better in a college football game than multiple sacks? Than like sacking a quarterback? Uh, I love your sacks. Uh, <laughs> I love your sacks. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, you want to talk about like? I love it. I love it. I can't wait, man. Yeah. And if this if this changeover in the defense is what produces that and I know I, it, it feels like to me that if you look at the, the the two deep roster you look at who's coming back on the defensive line it's going to be we're going to see a lot of pressure this year mm-hmm. and and I think that every Tiger fan is hearing that and going yes please more like all of it like give us all yeah. the pressure so I have a couple of questions for you from the fans you know obviously we um, let our Go Tigers 247 VIP family know that that we were going to be um, talking to you today and I said, hey, man, anybody got any questions for Cam? So they, they, they told me they did. So I have some questions from the fans for you. Um, what's your favorite place to eat in Memphis? 
My favorite place to eat in Memphis. Um, Crappies. I like Crappies. Nice, nice choice, man. Nice choice. Quindell said something. He Quindell Quindell got some heat on his answer. He said, um, he said Hattie B's, which is a Nashville hot chicken. So he comes to he likes Nashville hot chicken in Memphis, bro. It's crazy. You know the heat between Memphis and Nashville. We don't like each other. And this man's talking about eating a Nashville's chicken in Memphis. Like, hey, I be trying to tell him, man. Like, hey, uh, I don't know what Quindell be on sometimes. I I, I had to talk to him. I had to talk to him about that. I love it. I love it. All right. If you could only watch one movie and listen to one album for the rest of your life, no other ones, what would it be? Um, if I could watch one movie, I probably have the new Batman movie that just came out. Was it that good? That movie good. It's long. Now. It's two. It's about yeah. two, three hours. But it's it's a good movie to watch. If if you're a DC fan, it's a good movie to watch. Okay, what about your album? Uh, the album I probably listen to. Um, uh, I got an older brother. His name is Liban. Um, and his his album is called Flood the Slum. Flood the Slums. I, I think that's what it's called. I have listened to slums. Lil, you said Lil. What? Say, spell his name for me. So, because I want I want Memphis fans to go go cop this album. Is it on Spotify or Apple or whatever? Uh, it's on Apple Music. His name is L I B A N D. Lil Band. Lil yeah. Band. Flood the slums. Yeah, flood the slums. On Apple Music, go check it out, Memphis fans. Give that give that album some love. <laughs> Cam's probably listening to it right when you are. All right, so. <laughs> How do you decompress from football? What's a hobby you enjoy? Um, really? See, I be trying to go fishing with Jalen Allen now, but I don't think that they got to fish. So I'm gonna have to show them whenever we go fishing. Shots fired. So <laughs> yeah. they claim to be fishermen, but you don't think they can actually fish. Yeah, I really don't think they can actually fish to me. I don't think they can fish better than me. Um, that's including where Dallas Ducksworth too. So um, is that a thing on the is that a thing on the D line? Like y'all are all fishermen? Like y'all y'all like folks think they can fish on the defensive line? Yeah, see, they think they think they can fish. They think see, they just think they good at everything. Like we went to put put the other day, and Jalen Allen he I was trying because he beat me last time in golf, so I was trying to get my get back, and I actually had him scared to play. So you know. All right, but my question to you is, I mean, you're. You're six eight. How do you find a club to 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 that that you don't have to like bend your back over the whole time trying to get your club down to the ground? Like, how do you find one? Um, I think they had they had one long long club, and I had grabbed it, so I didn't really just have to bend down that much. Right. But the the first time we played, I think that's why I lost though, because I kept had to bend down and stuff. And of course, of course, it's the joys of being six foot eight and trying to play a small man sport. <laughs> it ain't that golf ain't meant for six foot eight defensive that's what linemen. I, that's why I was telling Jalen Allen, and and Jalen Allen, no, he ain't no one six foot eight, six foot five. He about six one, six two at the most. 
I mean, I stood next to Jalen. He ain't he's six one, maybe on a good day if he's standing on his tiptoes. <laughs> All right. So, what game are you looking forward to the most um, on the schedule this year? I'm looking forward to Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm looking for Mississippi State. Because the the SEC offensive linemen are so good and so big. There's yeah, no way yeah. little Memphis defensive line can get pressure on them, right? Yeah, yeah, you you know how they go. That's a narrative, man. Nobody like nobody wants to hear that trash. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, Camp, Camp, thank you, man. I'll get out of your hair, man. I really appreciate you uh joining me today, man. It's been a it's been a yes, pleasure sir, talking no to you. Yes, sir. Enjoy no the se- enjoy the season, man. Enjoy spring, enjoy summer. Get ready for fall camp and let's get to rolling, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.